Welcome to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers Podcast, where we share the latest information and views from industry leaders. Hi, this is Kim Marcellus, Senior Editor of McKnight's Long-Term Care News. Today, we're talking about fostering the next generation of nursing home administrators. And joining me is Bob Lane, President and CEO of the American College of Healthcare Administrators. Hi, Bob, and welcome. Hi, thank you. So, Bob, let's talk first about the need for new administrators. Are you seeing shortages in the administrator ranks? And if so, what do you attribute that to? Well, I think there are probably shortages in various areas of the country. Notably, I think the reason behind that is probably twofold. One is there are individuals out there that have been in the field for quite a while. We're starting to not only age as a society, but certainly our profession is aging as well. And as a result, individuals that are nearing the end of their career, many of them because of the demands, the the challenges, the things that happened during the last three years have just totally pushed them maybe a little bit out further earlier than they probably would have. On the other side of the coin, it's about those entering the profession. Young people are hopefully starting to learn more about the true need and all of the benefits that they can receive and all the things that they can receive from entering our profession on the long-term care side. Many students in health administration don't understand fully the long-term care arena. Instead, they're more focused on the acute care side. And so I think with the efforts of the college, NAB, the Vision Center, I think we'll be able to make some headway in that regard. So what I've understood is there's kind of two pathways to becoming an administrator. One is that traditional role. My sense is that that's someone who's been in a setting for a long time, advances through the ranks, becomes the administrator. Is that correct? Who traditionally has been the one to advance to lead the building? Well, my experience has been that generally the director of nursing in a community, the next step, if you will, in the progression would be if an administrator opening does occur, the DON is typically the logical choice to move into that role if he or she has a desire. Okay, so that makes another added pressure because if we're seeing nurses leave the profession or leave the setting sooner, they don't continue to develop the leadership ladder, they're not advancing, they're maybe not bringing the institutional knowledge. So there just maybe aren't as many nurses to advance to DON and to be natural candidates that maybe have 15, 20 years of experience. Yeah, it does create a conundrum, if you will, because if a nurse who has been leading the nursing department moves into that administrative role, then, of course, the challenges of backfilling that individual in such an important role in the community as well, you may have filled one hole, but then you're creating another as a result. So obviously, then the second option that we hear in terms of leadership today, many folks coming through an official or formal administrator and training program. So tell me about the role they play in educating non-traditional, maybe even non-nursing administrative leaders, and go into a little bit of detail about what those programs look like and who they involved, both maybe from a university or college side and also from the facility side. Well, sure. At least on the the academic side and in various college diversity programs, typically what you're going to see and have seen over the last 15, 20 years are programs that are more health administration degrees, but health administration degrees such as not just an MHA 
or a bachelor's in health administration, public health. There's a number of different related types of curriculums that students have matriculated through over the last couple of decades. That, of course, whether it's an undergrad or a graduate program, is going to be, again, historically has not been as focused on the long-term care side of things. And that's part of the efforts of the Vision Center and their partners to help increase the number of programs that are giving more focus to long-term care. And of course, at the same time, try and create opportunities for field experiences for these individuals in the long-term care setting instead of having them do internships in acute care. On the, the provider side, many of the multi-facility organizations typically do have some type of program, maybe a little less formal or more formal, depending on the company and the size of it. And that experience, they may be recruiting internally, of course, back to the question that we talked about with DONs. Okay. But it's also externally. As individuals come out of college, some companies, I mean, I was way back when, I came out of college and directly went into a program that overlapped both my AIT and my internship requirement as part of my degree. I just want to clarify on that point. So when I'm doing the AIT program, if you're coming the traditional or the non-traditional college pathway and coming right over, that is a part of your curriculum. It's a four-credit experience. Most health administration programs do have some sort of field experience requirement in the form of an internship. Now, that doesn't necessarily overlap as part of the administrator in training. Some do. A lot of it's going to depend on the state in terms of what their AIT requirements are. Of course, AIT requirements have our degree requirements, depending on where you go. Some states have as much as 2,000 hours, whereas others are only 500. Okay. All right. That's helpful. So that lays out what the program is and what it should be. But anecdotally, I think you and I have both been hearing about challenges in placing AITs with preceptors for those in-building experiences. How prevalent are those shortages? Do we have maybe more people who would like to get into that that are finding they just can't find a spot for themselves right now? Yeah, I've got some of my members that I've talked to about are you experiencing this type of issue? And they'll say, no, not in this state, but other members, others that I've talked to, yes. There are definitely some challenges out there across the country in terms of AITs being able to be paired up. I think the other thing that is challenging is it's one thing to get paired with a preceptor, but it's also about the effectiveness of that preceptor in terms of helping that administrator and training to walk through the various aspects of that training program. Now, NAV and the American College have partnered on an AIT preceptor manual that really does cover a lot of the things that need to be covered, subject matter-wise, departmental-wise, for each AIT. The unfortunate thing is, is it's not something that is used by every state. Some states, lock, stock, and barrel, it's something that they have adopted Others have kind of alluded to it and say, yeah, you can use that if you want. And where other states, they don't recognize it. So that's part of the challenge. Okay. And what about the recruitment of preceptors? Obviously, it's an additional layer of responsibility for that person. I would imagine it has to be a very forward-thinking organization that's trying to get ahead of the shortages and keep a pipeline open. 
Yeah, I mean, preceptors, again, back to my comment, being a preceptor is something it's in addition to. Administrators are certainly covered up in terms of the things that are being thrown at them on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And so it truly needs to be someone who is has a true desire to give back if you will, to the profession and in terms of helping to nurture and to develop individuals to succeed this generation that's aging out and retiring. That's the ideal. Unfortunately, I've done some site visit in the past for programs where the administrator basically is kind of hands off and the AIT is approached the community about doing their experience there. The administrator says, sure, you can do it, but all they really do is just kind of sign off that the checklist that lets their academic institution know that they've actually gone through a departmental rotation or something. So really, it's not just the organization or the, the operator that needs to invest in the AIT. The individual who is serving that preceptor needs to still be really invested in the job and the person that they're nurturing. Exactly. So are there some things that you see that could be done to shore up that side of the pipeline issue and to make sure we keep AIT programs a viable option for students coming from university or even from candidates coming from non-nursing settings? Yeah, I think that with the concerted efforts, as I've said, with the Vision Center, NAV, American College, we're all very interested in building some things out that will allow a higher degree of knowledge and visibility for these experiences. I think many of these companies, I would say, need to look at it more from the standpoint of investment instead of viewing the whole process as an expense, because that's what truly it is, is investing time and dollars, bolstering a field that is so important for the care of our elders now and going forward. And so it's about the organization. It's about individuals who are seasoned, who have an interest in giving back, as I said earlier. And it's also about the individual AITs that are landlocked, if you will, in terms of their limitations. Maybe they have a family, maybe they aren't able to relocate. I think the more flexible an individual is as far as seeking an AIT, the more successful they'll be in terms of giving back. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Well, I think this is an issue we need to continue to watch and appreciate your insights on it. That's time for today. So Bob, thank you so much for being here. For McKnight's, this is Kim Marcellus. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers podcast. For the latest in long-term care news, visit mcknights.com.